Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Yeah, I'm shaping my iPad like it's an Etch-A-Sketch because I'm sure there's indictments coming, right, Glenn? Because the God is good and you are here and it would be good and if it's St. Patrick's happened. Day. And it's St. Patrick's Day and I'm feeling lucky. How about you? Yeah, Good morning, Steph. Uh, I'll tell you, Indictment Friday would be wonderful. I'm not sure if it's going to come today, but we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Glenn, I got to say, you know, our friends of yours and mine, Malcolm Nance, I noticed, you know, Nicole Wallace yesterday, people, I feel like, are really, like, losing hope and are really, there's a frustrated and then there's sort of beyond frustrated. What? Where are you on this? Because I know you and I are always hopeful about justice and... I get it that it takes time, and I don't. It's like this horse race we keep talking about, right? Manhattan and Georgia and the DOJ, and what's happening and what's going to come first. What is your sense today? So it's inconceivable that with all the data points coming out of the New York investigation and all the data points coming out of the Georgia investigation to this old prosecutor, it's impossible to conceive that somehow both of those district attorneys will now abandon ship when they've done everything they need to do. And, you know, the sure sign in New York is once you invite the target of the investigation to testify, to appear, and explain to the grand jury why you should not be indicted, why this is all some big misunderstanding and the prosecutors have it all wrong, you you don't extend that invitation, Steph, unless the next stop is an indictment. You just don't. And not surprisingly, Donald Trump decline that invitation because if he's placed under oath and his lips are moving, he's committing perjury, right? So you've got that, you shift down to Georgia. I mean, when you hear grand jurors who who are sitting for interviews, there's a great deep dive piece done by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. They interviewed five of those grand jurors who put their lives on hold for eight months to do their civic duty. It's an inspirational piece. I hope everybody will read it. And the last sentence of the piece, is the grand juror saying regarding what is about to happen, it's gonna be massive, it's gonna be massive. The juror said it twice, Mm -hmm. impossible for me to conceive of no indictments coming after all of that. Yeah, well, and let's talk about, uh, so Trump's legal team recently urged Manhattan District Attorney's Office not to indict Trump over his role in the hush money uh, payments to Stormy Daniels. Uh, The lawyer who represented the Trump team at the meeting with the DA's office, who's someone new, Susan somebody, I don't know who that is, uh, also argued that campaign funds had not been used for the payments for the porn star known as Stormy Daniels, therefore not a violation of campaign finance laws. I know you saw uh, Taco Pina on, first time I've said his name right, on uh, Ari Melber's show. 
what is your take on all that? I mean, it it, it just was astounding to me. Like, the, oh, the lie caught on tape was not a lie because it wasn't under oath. Like, <laughs> that's where we are now? Yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say that my optimism rose once I saw Pacapino start running his mouth on TV. My optimism that Trump will be convicted once he gets to trial. You know, and I, I went to the guy's Wikipedia page and he, it's, his occupation is listed as like businessman, attorney and soccer team owner, which I think is exactly what you want in a high powered defense attorney owning a <laughs> soccer team. Um, but, you know, listen, it, it is par for the course that defense attorneys will make a presentation to the prosecutors. They're not going to come in and say, OK, you got my guy. They're going to come up with all sorts of nonsense yeah. reasons why the prosecutors shouldn't indict. You know, it's an important meeting to take. You want to hear just in the event that the defense team has some exculpatory evidence or information that they want the prosecution to know. But listen, all we're going to get from these defense teams moving forward are some facts, some alternative facts and a bunch of nonsense about Trump's culpability. So that that's not going to impact the sort of nature of, of the way things are headed. Yeah. You said, uh, it made an interesting point on Twitter, Glenn, you said there's no more relevant trial witness than a defendant's partner in crime. Michael Cohen took responsibility for his crimes, crimes he committed at the direction and for the benefit of Donald Trump. Now it's time for Trump to be held accountable. Um, I, I mean, it is rich, them talking about, oh, Michael Cohen's a liar, <laughs> right? When their you know, client it, is the biggest liar. The in it. Yeah. What we need to do when we're investigating a conspiracy theft is, is get inside the conspiracy that ordinarily involves flipping one of the co-conspirators. So for people to observe, oh my God, Michael Cohen has damaged goods because he's committed crimes and he lied before Congress, yeah, to help protect Donald Trump. But this, these are the people who can give a jury the most direct incriminating information about the person on trial. I've always said, look, I don't get to pick the witnesses as the prosecutor. Yeah. If I did, I'd walk up the street to the Shiloh Baptist Church. I'd invite the Shiloh Baptist Church choir into the courtroom to testify about Donald Trump's crimes. But that's not who Donald picked to, to do crime with. Donald Trump picked the witness, and that's Michael Cohen, and that's why he's the one who has to testify. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, Someone named Travis Bone uh, tweeted 
Uh, it doesn't matter. Trump lied in this clip of them asking him on Air Force One, right, about Stormy Daniels. This establishes Trump did indeed know and authorize the illegal cash payments to Stormy. And you said exactly, Travis. Plus, it seems like Trump's lawyer believes if he talks fast enough, people may miss his lies. He says in one breath, Trump didn't lie in another way. And in another, he says Trump didn't tell the truth. Prosecutors will have fun with this and the jury will see right through it. What do you think that based on what you're hearing the time frame is on Manhattan because we keep thinking Fonnie Willis is going to be up first right I mean I, I you know I know that um Nicole Wallace said she got a tweet for her a text from Harry Dunn yesterday who said in what world does it take however many days this is mm-hmm. after January 6th for someone to come yeah. to justice the only thing I, I do get is what you and others have told us about the complexity of the January 6th prosecution and how many you know obviously defendants there are so what is your take on the timing of all of these and why? Yeah, I think both New York and Georgia are imminent. Uh, you know, of course, that's the word Fawny Willis used. She said, my charging decisions are imminent, which is slightly different than, you know, we are going to be prepared with some finalized indictments and yeah. we're going to go public. She may have made her charging decisions and now she's involved in, you know, doing all of the necessary work to put the indictment together before it drops publicly. I do think we're going to see New York and Georgia soon, you know, and I I do understand that I have preached, you know, the complexity of the insurrection investigation. It's going to take some time. But, you know, the the flip side of that coin, Steph, is that Donald Trump continues to endanger our democracy, continues to peddle the big lie, continues to undermine confidence in our elections. And DOJ can have no excuse for why they haven't gotten after him sooner. For God's sakes. They're letting the man run for president, and he is sending the signal that I've done nothing wrong because if I had, I would have been indicted a year or a year and a half ago. That's dangerous, and that's why I'm disappointed in DOJ. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, I heard somebody yesterday say they feel like one of the strongest, you know, tenants of any of these cases is the fake electors. So that's part of the Fawny Willis case. Is it also, do you think, part of DOJ in terms of— Oh, absolutely. Because- Some of the subpoenas issued by Jack Smith— uh, show that he's also investigating the fraudulent elective thing. Yeah, because, I mean, I do get someone was saying, and I can't, you know, remember which legal expert we're talking about. You know, if you're just basing it on Trump's speech, you may have a harder time claiming, you know, that he's responsible for January 6th. But the the speech is just a tiny part of this whole plot, right? I mean, that's just yeah. was the final incitement to violence. But you're not, you know, because then they're saying, oh, they could just say First Amendment, blah, blah, blah. But that's a tiny portion of the whole scheme and the fake electors, et cetera, right? A, a tiny portion, but an important portion, because when you when you lie to an angry mob, you know that they're armed and you take down the metal detectors to facilitate them continue to, to continue to be armed. And then you tell them to march to the Capitol and fight like hell or you won't have a country anymore. And you instruct them with the action word, stop the steal, stop the certification. I I contend you can prove a criminal case based on that. But more importantly, when that federal judge in California, David Carter, found by a preponderance of the evidence, Donald Trump committed two federal felonies. There really is no excuse for the DOJ to not at least start issuing preliminary indictments and then build on them. Yeah. Yeah. I well, what, speaking of Jack Smith, you brought up uh, he subpoenaed dozens of Mar-a-Lago staff about classified documents. Again, we're, it's like you can get dizzy yeah. you know, kind of keeping track of all the different criminal stuff that's being investigated. But uh, what do you the documents case is something I feel like we haven't 
talked about because you know obviously that you know there's been so much in the news about Stormy Daniels etc. But so that that seems significant. It, it is, and those charges seem even easier to prove when you realize that Donald Trump retained documents in his desk drawers even after the the subpoena required him to turn them over. So, you know, at some point, and, and I lived this for decades inside the Department of Justice, Steph, at some point you have to say too much investigating and not enough indicting. Yeah. Prosecutor's inclination is to investigate so exhaustively that they will be able to build a perfect case. I got news for them. There's no such thing. And when public safety is at issue, you have to start indicting. Yeah. Well, and the other this headline, not surprising to any of us, no one seems to be able to find Trump's standing order to have all the classified documents he wants. I mean, all the stuff that we knew is BS. It, it just feels like, you know, it, it feels like stuff we've heard, but it is legally significant, isn't it? Uh, well, not his declassification, his, you know, thought experiment declassifying documents with his mind. It doesn't matter if the documents were classified or not. They were government property. He stole it, and then most importantly, he unlawfully retained it, obstructing a, an investigation. So he's got nowhere to run on the classification front. Yeah. Um, the other you know, breaking news story, uh, Chuck Grassley, third in line of the presidency, came closer to rioters than previously known, as seen in newly released video footage. Um, it adds dissonance to Fox News' uh, Tucker Carlson's on-air minimization of the siege, according to Politico. I mean, I also feel like there's another shoe to drop with Grassley, isn't there? Yeah. In terms of, you know, why, why, how did he know Pence wasn't going to be there on January 6th? And what was his role in all this? So what we learned about Grassley uh, parallels what we learned about Kellyanne Conway not too long ago. They were both in the conspiratorial loop. Now, that doesn't mean they were knowingly and intentionally in the conspiratorial loop. But Grassley said, I will be presiding on January 6th because, you know, I, I don't know. Something's going to happen to Mike Pence. So yeah. he was in the loop. I'm not saying he was criminally in. Maybe somebody said, oh, uh, you know, Mike Pence has got a bad head cold, so he's not going to be there. OK, well, that's an innocent explanation Grassley could give. But it, he's in the loop and we have to figure out why. Kellyanne Conway, we now know, was in the hush money payment loop because Michael Cohen said, I did the dirty deed. I put all the fraudulent paperwork in place and then I called Trump and I couldn't get a hold of him. But I talked to Kellyanne Conway and she said, and I quote, I'll pass along the good news. The good news that the criminal mission is accomplished, yeah. that puts Kellyanne Conway in the conspiratorial loop. We don't know if it was knowingly such that she's criminally on the hook or unknowingly such that she would just be a witness yeah. and maybe she didn't participate in the crime. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. 
Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Um, Glenn, speaking of criminally uh, um, liable, I'm curious if so if Dominion and Smartmatic win the cases against Fox News, are could they also be criminally liable for January 6th? I mean, it, it is the same lies as you were speaking about earlier that incited this violence they could be but the only way we will find out is if the department of justice aggressively investigates any possible criminal culpability fox might have because they intentionally and really maliciously hold those lies to the american people while behind the scenes saying can you believe these whack jobs and tucker carlson said yeah but our viewers believe it and then we hear from Murdoch, and it's all about the green. So yeah. could they be responsible for criminally inciting violence? The only way we know, we can't answer that question in a vacuum. The only way we know is if DOJ opens an, investi- uh, an aggressive investigation and sees that there's enough there to charge them. Do you think DOJ will do that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, we obviously have hush money payments in New York. We have uh, Fonnie Willis, which I guess, you know, also, as we were saying, covers the fake elector scheme in addition to the, you know, the pressure in uh, Georgia. I I guess I've asked you this before, but I'm sort of curious. DOJ, do we know for sure? Is that is it all of that that they're investigating? I mean, in in terms of, you know, documents is obviously a separate thing. But does are they also is there overlap, I guess, is my question. There absolutely is. And part of Jack Smith's case, when he ultimately brings one for the insurrection, will will certainly include all of the evidence from what Donald Trump did in Georgia, because that was part. It's a subset of his larger criminal conspiracy to overturn the election. This thing had a lot of tentacles. All of them are relevant to the federal crimes that Trump committed. When people commit crime and, and it's a federal crime, it violates a federal statute. It almost always also violates a state statute. So there's what we call concurrent jurisdiction. Both the feds and the locals, the state prosecutors, can prosecute one person for the same conduct. See, my Jurassic Park analogy was correct. Glenn is confirming that the twin velociraptors are Georgia and Manhattan. And then the (laughs) DOJ could be the T-Rex that eats uh, both of them before we know what's happening. Right? Point point well made, Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Safe call to agree, Glenn. Yeah. All right. I tried to go long just so indictments can drop while Glenn is still here. But you know what? They you're didn't. like you're like a fireman. We will get you right back here the second they drop. Thanks, Glenn, as always. Thanks, Steph. Love right. you. See All you right. guys. Love you Bye. too.